0: Welcome to Simple Tech Talk, innovative topics and creative introductions to the marketplace. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Simple Tech Talk, where we take what can be considered complex and break it down into easy to understand language. And it's easy to understand why we are so excited today to have Mohamed Galini, Board Active's International Director of Sales and Channel Partner. And of course, founder and CEO of Board Active, Mr. Doug Pittman. Guys, welcome to Simple Tech Talk. How you doing? Doing great. How are you? Appreciate you having us.
1: Good to do it all yourself.
0: Hey, Muhammad, how's things overseas?
1: Beautiful, actually. It's nice. Everything's good, uh, peace, and, and you name it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is the opposite, actually. So, tell us about how you got started and set up in the industry. Well, I mean, I started back with
1: Acta Graphics in uh, the printing I used to be the sales uh, regional sales manager for them in the Middle East. That was really where I, I got into the, the media and advertising, going into static advertising and, and media. And slowly, I got to learn more about the out-of-home and the rest of the, uh, the industry. Before that, my dad, he was in the industry. He was a sign maker, started in Kuwait and then moved on to Columbia, South Carolina, where he worked with uh, Colite International. And uh, there they actually did a sort of consortium of businesses and partnership for the Middle East, fabricating signage, uh, big signage, to major airports in Saudi Arabia and some in the Middle East. So this is really a quick overview of where I started. Currently, I am, as you know, the international sales Director uh, for Board Active, and also I'm a shareholder at MediaMea, which uh, fabricates interactive digital signage solutions. Yeah. Hey, Muhammad,
2: you're really, really a, a key component of our history at, at Board Active, and you've been with us quite a while. I think me and you met us several years ago. What have you seen the, the biggest differences? I think when you come on board, were we just an app? Board Active at
1: that time was trying to actually find itself in the market. And it was it was learning uh, as it goes uh, actually how this industry was developing, how push notifications are, what geo fencing is, and slowly it, it actually all connected. And from there, we picked up exactly on how this solution should be sold, should be communicated to brands and to companies out there. Yeah.
2: You know, when we, I think it was like 2016, and we were in our early, early stages of development, when you come on board, I think me and you met, and not actually met at a customer's location. Right. Because you were so interested in the, the geofencing capability for that furniture company, and they got it back then, and I think you really, really got interested and wanted to be a part of us from that point forward
1: because you saw the true value in in what we were doing. At that time when we were meeting with the client, one thing that actually grabbed me even more into working with Board Active and for Board Active was the fact that you were able to actually geofence as a brand. And every time someone actually visits the competition, the person that had actually downloaded that app would receive a competitive promotion so that was really what caught the attention of the client at that time that we were visiting and we were visiting at that time actually at as two companies one providing a software and the other providing a hardware yeah and that was really nice
2: okay you've been with us quite a while Uh, you've seen some crazy things happening uh within our our company as far as uh expansion and such you worked with some really really great guys when we first started with our sales force, yeah. give me some insights on uh,
1: on that time. Well, actually, it was a good learning phase for me and the guys. We were like a really close—I would say like a fraternity type—close <laughs> friends. Mm-hmm. We were so close that we felt like a family, all of us, and we dealt with this new technology in a way. I don't want to compare myself to Steve Jobs and his his buddies, but it felt like that because it was a brand new thing we were playing with. It's and on top of it, we had to prove ourselves, not to the CEO only, but to the to the market, to the people looking at us and say, What the heck are you guys trying to sell us? We had to prove it. Yeah, you know it wasn't easy.
2: Yeah, we learned a lot from from the those guys. I call you guys uh, my hall of famers. You'll go up as in history as as is, right. is the reason board active is the way it is now. Uh, it was really, really a powerful group that we, we had in the beginning. That was a strategy that yeah. that uh, I had put in place. I was hoping, you know, that, that these things would really work. But it what it did is it made our software what it is today. We took that insight from um, right. all of the, the professionals that we had on staff at that time. And yeah. revamped our product based on the, the hits that you guys took. And uh, I appreciate every one of you for yeah. sure taking those. And the product would not be where it is today if it were not for you guys. So kudos to you and all the other guys that are going to be my Hall sure. of Famers one day.
0: Yeah, just to speak to what Doug just pinpointed, and that's the progression from what was a concept to what is actual a marketable product, and it works. So when we're talking about that timeline, man, you've seen the innovation and the progression of places and messages. And now the most recent and dynamic feature is the users portion of the board active platform where literally brand apps can decide who exactly, whether it be an individual or a group of individuals based on shared interests, demographics, and, and a myriad of other filters, how those can be applied to these personalized push messages. It seems as if, at least over here, that is being seen as extremely valuable because it is. Is that same thought process resonating over in your part of the globe? It's everywhere, actually. It's international. You have to segment the audience that you're measuring in order to
1: actually sell them better as a brand. I mean, if you, you, you put yourself in the brand shoes, you have to really segment and know exactly who is your target audience who is your your client who likes what from your products and target them in the best way you
2: can you know yeah so you were uh i believe you're also was a member of the digital signage federation correct i'm I'm a member and i also sit with the membership committee okay we just had spencer graham on one of our podcasts he saw the real true value of combining mobile with the, the signage in your mind, what do you see happening from mobile and the visual signage industry?
1: There's no way nowadays that we can actually separate either. You need out of home, you need digital out of home, but you cannot do it without mobile. Everyone has a mobile, cannot leave it at home. It has to be with them, cling to them, and unseparated. So, with the mobile and digital out of home, this is where you're going to get the attention of your audience. You will be able to engage with them and then measure them, measure their interaction
0: with the brand. Mo, I'd love to get the differences that you've noticed being across the pond over there in the Middle East, the differences between outdoor, whether it be static or digital over there versus over here in the States and how it's perceived and used from an audience standpoint.
1: It's really different by country in the Middle East where some countries, still use static and have not leaped into digital. You know, you can see more digital probably in, in Dubai rather than you would see it in Iraq or are more so probably in Saudi Arabia that you would see in Lebanon. So it really depends on the country you're in, but slowly they're all moving into digital. But one thing that actually is common with the rest of the world Everyone has a mobile, and everyone is connected through social media. Everyone is connected, period.
2: Yeah, is it mostly iOS
1: or uh, Apple or Android? You would see more Android users rather than iOS. Uh, Android, uh, I mean, all all Android uh, mobile phones are much less expensive, in general, much less expensive than iOS or Apple products. Uh, You would see more Apple products in the Gulf region, Persian Gulf region, that you would see in different countries. But yes, it's more Android.
2: Okay, cool. I think you have five languages that you understand or know?
1: Correct. Yeah. Arabic, English, Spanish, and French, actually four. Yeah. Yeah. English, Arabic, Spanish, and French.
2: Oh, that's, that's cool. You know, one of the reasons you're working with Board Active is you have such a, a broad base of international knowledge and you understand that culture of, of a lot of different countries. So one of the things that really interests me is from your perspective there's a lot of English out there but as far as the different cultures how are they picking up on this uh, the board active platform
1: well, Of course I mean when you have English and they're able able to actually go online and read it and read more about it it's being it's picked up easily but when you try to actually have it be explained uh, you can explain it But, of course, you have to speak it in that native language and explain it to them per examples, local examples, and how this is going to actually help them. But, of course, when uh, you have a nation that is more educated with English, they pick it up easily because it's right there on the website and they can read more about it. And they can actually download the test and probably run some tests themselves and see how how this is going to work.
2: Yeah. So you've had some interaction with companies over there in Kuwait and Dubai and Saudi Arabia. How is it picking up over there? How are they testing and and working to bring things along? I know there's been some good ground base over there. How is that happening?
1: Well, I mean, we had some hurdles and and the hurdles were mainly them understanding the, the privacy, first of all, behind the app. It's completely private. can't actually see anyone of your audience or your clientele, and it's unbreachable. No one can breach it. No one can breach the the platform. So this was really hard to actually explain to them and explain exactly how the SDK code is integrated into the app and how it is so light that the system does not even feel it when it's downloaded or when it's actually updated again for the client to download it. Now, I
2: know we had an issue with uh, a particular newspaper over in the area. The newspaper and magazine industry have been struggling. Give our listeners some insight on, on why,
1: sure. why they're having issues. Sure, sure. Well, newspaper is a newspaper, and even if it's in Kuwait or in Washington, D.C., a newspaper is a newspaper. As far as the printed material, there's not much really of readers anymore. It's more online. It's more on an app. So they've lost a lot of readers when it comes to physical paper, printed uh, newspaper or magazines. And when you try to bring in the technology of pushing promotions, because, you know, most of these newspapers, they survive on advertising within the newspaper itself. The argument was always between the, um, let's say, the management and marketing and IT and probably the private uh, legal area, they see that being that they're already losing money from subscribers to their newspaper or magazine, they're running into issues when they actually send promotions or push notifications onto the app and the client deciding to actually delete the app because of this, this is becoming a big issue. And for them to add this solution to bring in more advertisers, For targeted location, audience measurement, and audience uh, notifications, it's a big debate and a big argument between the management itself on why and how, and if we do, are we going to lose more subscribers or not, especially online. This is the only thing they're still clinging to, to be honest, because they don't have much subscribers anymore receiving paper, newspapers. Yeah,
2: and that's the, printed yeah, the thing that, that they don't understand is the value of, of personalization. What is your thoughts on when you hear things like this
1: as far as rejecting new technology? First of all, they have to educate the audience that not every notification that you receive is malicious or is it's something that's going to be a problem to you. You know, for instance, I'll give you an example. If a newspaper having a normal ad coming, let's say from Kroger, okay? And they usually have it right there online on the app. What if that person who has actually paper online and went into Kroger and he or she receives a notification about a specific promotion at Kroger? And it's gonna come from the newspaper app, but it's targeted, it's geofenced because that person actually visited Kroger, they received that notification. This is the value that they're gonna receive first of all as a newspaper because they've actually done good to the audience who have actually downloaded that app. They received a promotion and probably that person have used that promotion or that coupon, you know, when they visited Kroger. So this is what we're trying to educate first of all the newspapers that this is going to be really good value for them. And then in turn they have to educate the subscribers that are downloading this app that hey, you're going to be receiving coupons, you will be receiving discounts. When you visit specific places, so do not opt out of these promotions. This is good for you. Yeah. If you don't visit that specific place, you're not going to receive any messages or promotions.
2: Yeah, that's that old school thinking that you know they're afraid to move on technology, and that's what's holding back a lot of different segments of the marketing world right now marketing and advertising is the fact that uh you know they're they're afraid of the technology fear of
1: losing more subscribers.
2: yeah they're so afraid that yeah you know, they're going to lose people versus seeing the yep. real value and understanding the technology you know if you're coming in with a negative mentality in the beginning, then you're, you're not going to accept an innovative solution. And, and there's a lot of that going sure. on in the marketing and advertising world right now. The fear factor is the number one reason why people do not change. And sure. a lot of uh, the millennials and stuff like that, those guys in Gen Z, they understand and they don't really care. And those guys are not in the position of making decisions at this particular point. I think it's just going to be a matter of people understanding the technology.
0: Absolutely. Mo, I think that's fantastic insight. Again, if you're just joining us, we are with Mohamed Galini of MediaMia and also Board Active's International Director of Sales and Channel Partner. And I think the conversation between cultural conflicts and differences is so important to have in today's landscape, whether we're talking about it from a societal standpoint or political standpoint. Um, what are some of the other uh, feedback avenues that you've received in terms of how a software like Visual Matic could really impact a brand app per se?
1: Well, I mean, it depends on the industry. I mean, if, if you, let's say, we're, we're always talking about retail and brand. And uh, when you have a digital out of home or just an out of home billboard uh, media showing something that is static, you're only seeing a brand. You're not really seeing much. But when, when you connect that as a visual Matic toward that mobile phone and you connect immediately once you are close to that, let's say, billboard or store, You're going to get more info. You'll have more info to actually have you decide to swing by that store and buy whatever is promoted or continue on with your trip. You know, and and, it all comes to what the brand has dedicated for marketing, what they have dedicated for out-of-home, and they have to always count mobile in it. They cannot just promote their brand, let's say, just on digital out-of-home or just a billboard or even a newspaper or even TV without including mobile in it. It has to be related to it. It has to be integrated with it.
2: Mohammed, I would like to ask you a question on the, the cultural thing. Sure. You've got countries that you're working with now. I think you've been in Mexico, Australia, Africa, mm-hmm. the, the Middle East. So which ones are really grabbing hold to the fact that You know, you can take a a visualmatic, which is just basically taking a visual and bring it down to mobile so the brand can interact with that consumer.
1: Which countries are actually ahead of the curve? I I would say as far as innovation, technology innovation, especially when it it comes to mobile, believe it or not, Doug, it's Africa. Oh, wow. Yes. Everything is actually related to mobile. Uh, It's funny, you know, uh, these folks... Most of their electricity probably comes half a day or maybe quarter of a day. But they have the technology to pay for the electricity straight from their mobile. And they can prepay for it. Wow, well, I did not this know that. This is just a small example. Yeah, <laughs> they're still a third world country. They're still not getting enough electricity at home. But when it comes to mobile, they can do everything on their mobile. They can pay for the water, for the electricity, and they can pay only a prepay to get some of it. Or most of it, you know?
2: Wow. Yeah, and that's why we have you working with us is uh, we don't understand those types of um, scenarios, and you do, and you know how to handle that. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. I did not know that. The ability with our platform to be able to see a visual, take that visual, no matter whether it be at a a out-of-home or a a theater or a marquee or a shopping mall or any QSR, you take that visual and bring it down to mobile, And you can measure that, showing that that visual actually brought a sale and report that off of your point-of-sale system. That's very, very powerful analytics. There's no other brand in the world that can do that, and we can. Another really, really cool thing that's available now that we've got in our platform is the ability to geofence a certain area. Say you're in a stadium. Well, a brand could see how many and who was actually their customer – in that geofence and target those customers that are in that particular location and personalize messages to them. For example, uh, University of Georgia plays Notre Dame this weekend. A brand could actually go in to and geofence the University of Georgia's stadium. They could see who their customers are at that ballgame and they could turn right around and send them a personalized message right there. As they're in the game, or after the game, or during the game, and drive them to their locations with some type of promo, coupon, discount, whatever. But they can do sales like that through
1: a third-party advertiser. Absolutely. Right, and
2: that's very, very powerful measurement, and and this is worldwide. Overseas, soccer is really, really big, and brands really, really support soccer overseas. Do you see this really, really, any any big companies that you see really jumping on this?
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm actually working with a few folks right now for FIFA 2020 in Doha, Qatar. It's a big, big operation because everybody's going to be involved in it, You know, from food, retail, you name it. They're going to all be in it. And this is definitely the place to actually use something like Board Active and use your app if you have an app to actually have that SDK integrated in, in your app and start targeting your clientele and your audience.
2: Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool tech. Let me ask you one other question. Yeah. Our international patent pending, how big of an impact yeah. will it make overseas?
1: As far as overseas, as you know, you don't really have much. When we're talking about China, when we're talking about these countries that are sort of developed in, in the manufacturing They're not even close as far as the software when it comes to geofencing, and specifically when you actually are able to see who visited and how many times they visited. You can only see that as far as the patent, and you're going to see probably challenges right at home in the U.S. and not overseas. You're not going to see any of that overseas.
2: Right. That's about to hit here uh, fairly soon, so so I'm actually working with the The attorneys now on all the international countries that we're going to be filing
0: in. So <laughs> that's pretty cool stuff. And we'll be working with you on that. So guys, this has just been an awesome conversation again with board actives, international director of sales and channel partner, Mohammed Galini and founder and CEO of board active itself, Mr. Doug Pittman guys, there's so much awesome future ahead. Mohammed, what do you look forward to the most as it pertains to this board active platform?
1: I mean, I, I look forward to seeing it actually soaring like an eagle, and I know it's going to do it because there's really nothing like it that does exactly what it does robustically and light as it is and easy to use. So this is something I see it actually in the future, and I, I'm going to see it actually pretty much in every app. You're going to see it in every app integrated and, and used.
0: Doug, that's got to be exciting to your ears to hear that. Absolutely. Yeah, we're we're excited
2: for the advertising industry when these big brands are grabbing it and they're seeing the true value of it. They're very smart and they'll see that this is going to really help them. It's not going to be intrusive. It's not going to be invasive. It's going to be something that they're smart enough to know how to maneuver throughout the uh, the consumer world. I'm glad we're moving
0: forward with it. Guys, always a pleasure to have such dynamic talent here on Simple Tech Talk. Mohamed Galini, Board Active's international director of sales and channel partner, and of course, CEO and founder of Board Active, Mr. Doug Pittman. Guys, thanks so much for your time today here on Simple Tech Talk. Hey, enjoyed it. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Simple Tech Talk. Visit us online at boardactive.com and follow us on the socials.